Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Sinatra. Hey, baby, it's the Good Brothers show. This weekly Ben is gone. So enjoy the Big Brothers chatting about Big Four topics. doing older brother talk this week laban's out he's on vacation just the older brothers yep and we got we had to do make an older brother special by throwing a uh, school rock on the tv mm-hmm. the classic yeah so laban he's he's while well, he's listening to this while we're forcing him to edit this he's gonna be so mad to find out that we're watching <laughs> school of rock so Right now, Mr. What's Jack Black's name in this? Sh- he goes by Mr. Schneebly. Right. Is it Ned Schneebly? Yeah, Ned. But that's not his name. No. What's his real name? Pff, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Dewey. <laughs> Dewey Schneebly. <Whoa! laughs> Aren't they brothers? Him and They're, are they just him roommates? And Ned. Yeah. I think they might be just be no, roommates. No, because yeah, he doesn't know how to spell Schneebly. Yeah. Oh, so okay, I don't think okay, that, okay, that okay, I don't okay, think he's okay. that dumb in this movie. Yeah. They used to be in yeah, a band. Mr. S. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mr. S. Mr. S. Yeah, because uh, they used to be in a band together, and he's just like, he's down on his luck because his band kicked him out, and so now he has to live with Ned Schneebly. Mm-hmm. And then been- he gets the call, like, hey, you want to become a substitute teacher? Guess who answers the phone? Dewey. Dewey answers the dang phone. <laughs> what a great plot. Hijinks. It's true. <laughs> This show, I feel like multiple generations really love the show because it's because even I feel like, uh, like younger like teenagers have a love for this movie. Mm-hmm. So everybody wishes this was their life. Yeah, this basically was our life going to Northfield, and only us three can talk on that because Laban, he didn't experience true. that. He didn't true. step foot in there even once. Us three, we know what it's like. We know what it's like to go to a private school and be in a rock band. <laughs> Not Laban. Laban went to. Homeschool and then Valley Center High School. Yeah, does he even know how to play an instrument besides the computer? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's pretty good at that, but I mean, but nothing else. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. This would be a good episode to reminisce on anything that has to do with Norfield so that Laban doesn't have to sit there and look at us awkwardly. <laughs> That's true. Oh, but I can't think of a single memory. I know. <laughs> it just escapes me. <laughs> we went to school at a box factory with a bunch of. Yeah. Very staunch libertarians. We have no good stories. <laughs> uh, I, drive, I drive by there every week on my way here because I, I take 37th all the yeah. way here. Yeah. And see the factory and it looks terrible. <laughs> it does look terrible. The I, fence is gone. <laughs> that fence was beautiful. That's the main thing. That That's fence, my main issue. That barbed wire on top of it, it was so beautiful. <laughs> I loved going to a school with barbed wire. It's so great. Yeah. Having to avoid truckers every morning. Going into the school, man, they did have a pretty cool. Uh, what was a disc golf course around the yeah. area? Yeah, ahead of true. the time. Yeah, that was cool. First time we ever played that was with Northfield. Taught us how to swing dance. Heck yeah! Oh, I mean, I have great memories. I'm just not coming up with any of them yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, old Irish song that we used to sing yeah, to each other. Exactly. <laughs> the, old, the, the old Irish blessing. The Irish blessing. At every lyrics. single graduation. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> that was it. That was uh, all that the song. Latin students would stand now, up. Just the concept of Northfield was weird because, like, you go in, you have. You try to explain convocation to someone or. Yeah. We're gonna say our eight what are eight simple rules. Yep, seven, seven, seven simple, eight seven. simple rules with John Ritter, like we <laughs> yeah. talked about last week. <laughs> right, uh, I don't no. even remember what they were. The morning starts out. Mr. Graf is trotting around ringing the bell. It's yeah. like it's like eight. No, it's like seven fifty-eight because well, I guess uh, convocation started at eight every morning. Yeah. Right. He's trotting around ringing the bell. We all get up there. We're sitting down, and then we're all up there ahead of him by yeah. a couple minutes. He's, <laughs> and then you he's see, got, in the back staircase, you start slowly hearing Mr. Kraft <laughs> trotting up the stairs. And then by the time he's like gotten all the way up there, then we stand once again. And then I think he would pray. <laughs> prayer first? Maybe prayer first. Uh, definitely Pledge of Allegiance. Maybe yeah. prayer. Then the uh, seven rules. First one was respect and encourage. Yeah. 
Be modest. Was be modest number two, or was it be on number time? One, respect and encourage. Number two, be modest. Number three, maintain clean orderly <laughs> lockers. Number four, comply immediately. Number five, resolve disputes. Resolve disputes. No, I feel like we skipped a couple in there. Oh yeah, sure. somewhere in there. Did I say maintain clean orderly lockers? Yeah, I thought that was later on the list. Because I think it was. It'd be very funny if that was like <laughs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> maintain clean orderly lockers. <laughs> Make sure your locker is clean yeah. <laughs> before we get to anything else. So oh, man, respect and encourage, be uh, uh, practice honesty. I think that's it. Yeah, number two, practice honesty. Number three, be modest. Yeah, or was be modest even one of them, or was it just be on time? I don't know if be modest know. was like one of our rules. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just an overall thing, yeah. like be modest. Comply. But they were talking to the girls. Comply. <laughs> Comply immediately is a funny one to me. Comply immediately. Comply <laughs> immediately. It's like a military. Yeah, no. It goes from like, <laughs> it goes from like, uh, you know, be honest, respect I'll each other. <laughs> respect one another, encourage one another, comply immediately. I mean, I get it. Their whole thing was just like, I mean, I guess it doesn't say obey immediately. It yeah, just true. give me a response, yeah. please. Immediately. Comply. <laughs> comply. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I just need something back. I need you to comply. Work with me here. Come yeah. on. Is that all seven? Did we miss any others? I'm sure. I'm sure we missed one. Yeah, um, I don't remember any of them. And then the other one was like, the, there was always the joke, number eight. And everybody would go, tuck it in, tuck yes. it in. Oh, yes. We all had to tuck our shirts in back yep. in the day. You guys got lucky. By the time you were at Northfield, you at least didn't have to wear a collared shirt and slacks every single day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we just had once a week. Yep. Yeah, we had, uh, when I was going there, you had to at least had to have a collar on your shirt. It, didn't have to, it could be a polo. It didn't have to be like a button down. Yeah. But then by the time you guys were there, it was like people are wearing like gym shorts with t-shirts tucked into them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So why is this tucked in? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I used to always make the joke, but my pants are tucked into my shirt. <laughs> I uh, uh, did not fly. But as as convocation, like, did Mrs. Elder just uh, spin a wheel and be like, of every single teacher's name, be like, you're presenting today. Yep. <laughs> like, it depends. We would have themes sometimes, but sometimes, okay, sometimes I feel like for sure there was nothing prepared. Yeah. And yeah. they were just like, hmm. What do I want to get on my soapbox about today yeah. for 35 minutes or whatever it is? That's all right. It gave us a good time to just, you know, all be together for a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes it, sometimes we had, like, really interesting people. Yeah, there was really good, like, actual speakers I, come in. Sometimes mm -hmm. I felt like I was in a pre-TED Talk era yeah. uh, in Northfield. True. Becky Talk. Yeah, Becky yeah. Talk. Or even... Beck Talk. Beck Talk. There you go. <laughs> she would bring really unique people in that weren't just the faculty. I mean, our faculty right. was really great, but... yeah. It wasn't like that. I feel like when we first started, convocation was only on like Wednesdays or something. We, yeah, we have like we would have like a special the Oxford Wednesday convocation, and every other morning it was just like basically attendance. You just would go up there, yeah. you'd say your pledges or whatever, and they would give like some announcements. Then we'd go. We were done. Yeah. It was like maybe fifteen minutes at yeah. most, and then it became like every single morning yeah. is going to be some sort of talk, at least an hour every it's, single day. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think our first class started until like nine fifteen. Yeah. Which is wild. And I mean, she would go long a lot. Like she would, that was like the priority. That was like the Becky class where yeah. everybody, it's required to be there. Besides band, I guess band was allowed to leave sometimes, which yeah, was cool. Well, we came late. Well, yeah. we would come late. Yeah. Cause we had practice at, or we had practice. Like it's like, it's like a band practice. <laughs> we had class or whatever you want to call it. We had it at 730. That's right. Cause yeah, I guess they just couldn't fit it in anywhere else. Also, the band room was literally on the other side of a classroom, like with very little insulation. Yeah. So like if we would have had band at any other time during the day, Birchfield's science class would have just been like us playing pep band songs yeah. <laughs> like so loudly. I remember the year that I wasn't at Northfield and I would ride into school with Michelle every day for like choir and whatever else, just extracurricular. And she would just like every day be like, oh, I wish Becky would just prioritize the band, give us this hour. And that yeah. was just like a recurring thing. Like the band always got short staffed, you know? Well, since we had to show up at like 7.15 in the morning with, yeah. because we were with Michelle a lot. So we had to be there even earlier than 7.30 yeah. so she could get set up. And then like, yeah, and it was really cool that we had that for such a small school. Yeah. Like we actually had like quite a little band going on yeah, there for a while. Yeah, it was awesome. Until I retired to uh, play b-ball. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, when the pep band used to play during games, it was really cool. That gym was terrible. Like, it was just like <laughs> so loud. It was completely undiscernible what you guys were playing. <laughs> just like noise happening. I feel like that's most gyms, but yeah. especially that one. I mean, yeah. 
Because <laughs> that that floor wasn't even wood. It was like concrete no. floor that they like stained into a basketball court. Yeah. Like yeah. put like a polyurethane like level on top of it or whatever it's called. <laughs> it was so slick. It's so slick. It's so hard. Yeah. Like if you fell, there was like no forgiveness. It was like getting hit by a truck. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I know falling on a basketball court in general does not feel great, but I feel like there's at least a little bit of like a padding underneath that yeah, wood. Yeah, for wood, sure. Wood bounces. Yeah. The concrete. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you if you fell and hit your knee, you might be like out for the year. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I hit my elbow on the floor of that gym like my sophomore year and still had pain like my senior year in like a sweet spot. Everyone's well, like touch it. I was like, this sucks. Yeah, you, <laughs> you definitely had a fracture. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's fine now. I'm good. I'm all good. Back to normal. Did you tear your ACL while playing for Northfield? No, I told with you boys. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was later on. I uh, yeah. we were outside playing basketball at the old High Point house, and I I literally ugh, I hate telling this story because I it's so dumb. I was like being defended by one of you guys, and I was like, I know what I'll do. Like I'm not I'm obviously I'm not athletic enough to dunk, but I am athletic enough to like throw it off the backboard because I think Laban was on my team and he was not open. I was yeah. like, I'll just throw it off the backboard and just go up and kind of try to lay it in just to be goofy. I did that and as soon as I came down, like my leg just like buckled Ugh. completely the wrong way. And so and I just was like I bop I popped back up because I knew I needed to, because otherwise I was gonna be like down forever. Uh, and I just was like trying to walk it off. Oh no, uh, god! <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I said. No, God, please, no. And then for seven years, I did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and then I got surgery last November. So, and you know, I'll be back at it pretty soon. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, so we would leave. Uh, back in the day, we would leave convocation. And it was so funny going to that first hour class because it was always like, well, we have 30 <laughs> minutes. We were supposed to have like 55 at least. And yeah. so... Do you guys have any questions about what we just discussed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Why did we invite that Holocaust on our <laughs> Yeah, that's like the legendary one. Where that like, was the only one that like I look back on. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. whoa. And, er and rightfully so, a lot of the like cl uh, the clergy, the faculty, they were all like, oh. Yeah. So that was weird, everybody. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't think that was, that's not what he was there to talk about. No. He just was like, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> while, while I have all you 17 and younger children. Highly here, impressionable children. I, I have 12 year olds here, correct? Yeah. And Let me tell them. Do you guys remember the other thing that he said, though, like right before he left? Which this is like kind of like, this is just history. It's just, it's just a reality. But like right before he left, he's like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, MLK. <laughs> this is not how I said it, but then I give my brain and my memory. It's like, by the way, MLK, not the guy you think he was. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a mic drop. I, That's amazing. <laughs> I will not be discussing like, further. Listen, there's like a lot of, there's a nuance to, to any human being in history. But there, I mean, the, the good of that man far outweighs anything that we could be like. Well, everything he said is illegitimate. Uh, oh my just god! Just like, by the way, okay, not the guy you think he was. And he was—I remember him just being like an older-looking dude. Like, yeah. Uh, That's the main thing I remember is like what he looked like. I don't remember much of the subject. And I remember the teachers like, yeah. some, or at least Mr. Coleman getting up and being pretty upset. Yeah, you know, walking out. Dude, but. Mr. Coleman stood up for for two things very strongly. Um, that I remember specifically in convocation, Mr. Coleman, if you're listening, I got your back on this. <laughs> it was that one. And then one guy like just made like a really flippant remark about how stupid Buffy the vampire, nice. <laughs> vampire slayer is. And he was like, hold on, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? He's like, well, why are we just like dismissing like art that people enjoy? And he's like, we watch Buffy and it's fun. And I went to Harvard or <laughs> he said like yeah. that. But it wasn't yeah. like, he didn't say that. But it was just one of those things where like Mr. Coleman, man, come into bat for a, mm -hmm. for the the better Joss career, not the later Joss career, Joss yes. Whedon. Yeah. Early Joss Whedon. We could all defend that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just so funny. Like those are the two times I remember him like being like, "This is bad." Like, yeah. <laughs> like we should we should go. <laughs> those two moments, very Both like those dudes definitely looked like they would have fit right in with Slytherin. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they came from House Slytherin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I do remember. I remember we had one lady that came and she. Uh, was like gave an entire talk on like hygiene. Do you remember that? I don't know. I don't like remember a, that. I think you already graduated at that oh, point. Okay. She gave a hygiene talk and then she was like, you should wash your hair every single day. And uh, 
Catherine was like, uh, actually, you shouldn't because you have natural oils in here. And they had like an argument about like hair treatment. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Like, it was, it was fight, fight. So, Catherine Elder. Yeah, Catherine Elder. Yeah. Now of uh, Eldersley Farms. Yeah, correct, uh, yes. The fr- friend of the show. Yeah, friend <laughs> of the show, Elderly Farm. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's like this. It actually was cool when the faculty, like, as like a seventh grader, I was like, man, I can't wait till we have a debate between a faculty member and yeah, the speaker today. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I I try to never like just rag on Northfield outrightly because I really the the institution and the people there. I loved it. I mean, I love yeah, the me people. Too. There's things about it that I look back on. I'm like, man, that was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like for sure. But I survived, and I'm way better human because of a lot of the stuff that I experienced there. One thing I super admire about it is like even on that like staff of people, you have Mr. Graff, who's like a devote like devoted Catholic, and then you had like Mr. Sailor, rest in peace, mm-hmm. who was like a de- like a devout Lutheran, and then like Mr. Doom, who was like a Greek Orthodox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just like hearing them all talk and like laugh together was like super mm-hmm. fun. And we growing up in like the under the umbrella that we did. Like, I didn't really know a world outside existed where people, like, talked about deeply held theological convictions and, like, laughed about it. Like, yeah. I didn't really know that was a thing. Um, and so I really appreciated that. But it was, a, it was, there's some goofiness, but I think that that's what made it so special was just, like, like, we had a, like, we, when I was first going, we had, like, that 10-15 nutritional break. Right, it, yeah. Like, we would do, like, a nutrition break. You guys get 15 minutes. Literally no one eats. We yeah. just go play dodgeball. <laughs> like, we just like run, yep. <laughs> run to the gym, <laughs> and then play the most like con- a concussion oriented version of dodgeball ever. Yes. Like yeah. just one on what the dead man dodgeball. Every man for himself. Throw it as hard as you can from like one foot away <laughs> from somebody's body. The best. Yeah. Yeah. Banished thought- though. Became banished. I like to imagine Dead Man Dodgeball as like a uh, like a, a living being. We we banished him. Yeah. <laughs> he Never like, truly dead. He, yeah. Then one day he came back in in a cloak and like revealed himself. Uh, it was like a you're not supposed to talk about it situation because yeah. every time it'd be like you say Dead Man under your breath like we playing Dead Man like yeah. Yeah. you don't want any teachers to find out. Yeah. If a teacher comes out, just tell him we just messing around. And it wasn't even like. <laughs> We just mess. I don't even know what the there was. A, somebody got really hurt. Was that what happened? Or? Uh, Luke Woolley, I think at one point got a concussion. Oh, okay, yeah. I think there was a couple kids. I that broke got Elliot Clausen's finger, but that wasn't yeah. even dodgeball. That was just us. I think that was just us throwing stuff at each other. Yeah. yeah. And then it got bitten. Yeah, but then you're right. Like we like over the years would like try to get it back, or we would like be like, can we have it? And like kids will have parents sign waivers and stuff like that so we can play because <laughs> yeah. you get hurt. But I mean, just, I mean, it's not like we were trying to hurt each other or anything no, like that. It really but wasn't like that. It's not even a that violent of a game. No, it's just it dodgeball where you can move around. Yeah. More, so it was fun. And then we started playing knockout wall ball, got yeah. super into wall ball I for a while. The wall ball phase. Yeah. And then eventually people stopped hanging out in the gym. Yeah. Just nobody went to the gym anymore. Yeah, I guess people are only over there during lunch. Yeah, for the most part. And yeah, people weren't in there during. Uh, when I was in middle school, like I was the only person in the gym a lot of the time. We became more sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's just talk. Yeah, let's have conversations. Let's talk about the great books. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Darwin. Talk uh, about the great books. Uh, our new manga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like manga? Ever heard of the great books? <laughs> Plato, Aristotle. Bunch more. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, Beowulf. <laughs> Beowulf. Yeah. Uh, did a lot of Beowulf. <laughs> a too much Beowulf, yeah. I think. You a ask ho- me. A whole semester of Beowulf. It felt like that Beowulf. That's just a crock. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was one time where Mr. Graff was reading a book about pirates for a while. To every himself morning. or to yeah, everybody else. Do you guys else? remember that story when Mr. Graff would like print out emails? Oh yeah. yeah. That, that was like, like that. that was like my first two years there. Yeah. Every morning we were talking about earlier was no longer like this. It wasn't like the huge convocation thing it turned into. It was just like email time with a chain email letter time with Mr. Graham. Like here's a cool story that I got. (laughs) I'm going to read it to everybody. Uh, He had that one about the guy that thought he recognized the the elephant. Yes. Classic. Yeah. That was a great one. Honestly, I can't tell that story as well as him. So you're just going to have to look up the email. Yeah. (laughs) Look it up. He had that really, really like hate piece on television. That one where the guy's like, he basically tells this whole story about how somebody moved into their house 
um, and taught them um, the ways of the world. And uh, <laughs> all he would do was would sit in the corner and teach them new bad words and new ways to hate humanity. What was his name? Well, we always just called him TV. Oh, my. <laughs> and Mr. Graham like, looked up and he's like, think about that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, by the way, MLK. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> dismissed. Bad. Yeah. He said, yeah, dismissed. Mr. Feeney style. Class dismissed. Man. What a beast. If you, if an insurance like a uh, person were to walk through that building at any time, yeah. they would be like, "Shut this down!" Exactly. <laughs> Shut yeah, this real. down. Oh man. So we would. I mean, for those who are just listening, and I, I can't even like me trying to explain like what it meant to go to Northfield, like physically, geographically. Like we were in a warehouse building that had been that, that had been walled up and made into a bunch of different things yeah um that this building was on the property of love box co which made corrugated paper and packing supplies and had factories all over and had like semis driving in all the time to get their supplies our building was what used to be kind of like the fitness center it had a library in it and then they took this office park area and turned it into a school because the, the owners of Lovebox started a school called Collegiate at one point in Wichita. And then they wanted to do something even more different than that and started their own little private institution called at the time The Learning Alternative, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so, so then it became Northfield. <laughs> yeah, that's about as exciting as the story gets. Um, and I just can't explain, like, if you were to walk into it, you you never would have thought the word school. Yeah, where <laughs> like, am I? Like, what is That's this? Really it it's is. the most unconventional building ever. I, can, so. I just, yeah, I can't put it into words how, what the building looks like because yeah. it's so unique. It's like you walk in long hallway, with, not a school with hallway. A, with a <laughs> ceiling all like 50 foot tall, like yeah. a really narrow, tall hallway that looks like something out of like, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like, if it was all completely white, it would look like a, some sort of weird... <laughs> It would. Sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have like a men's restroom to your left as soon as you walk in. Disgusting yeah. The bathroom. only men's restroom besides in the pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's oh, like, yeah, we had a pool. <laughs> yeah, we had a pool, which was part of the fitness center before uh, Lovebox moved out and we moved in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, <laughs> that, that restroom was so weird because you had to walk through like this tiny closet where like yeah. a water heater was to get into the actual restroom. Yeah. So Got weird. the staircase that goes up to the upstairs classrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just a whole nother zone. A whole other zone that we yeah. slowly took over. Yeah. At yeah. first it was like just offices and then it became ours. <laughs> yeah. I like the upstairs. That's probably my favorite part of North. Yeah. Florida. It's a cool Mr. Area. Spurgeon's room. Yeah. Doom's room is up there. Yeah. Mr. Fair, yeah, Coach Fair had yeah. his room up there. Yeah, he had like the big wide open room. I took math from him like seventh and eighth grade year. He was the first guy I ever knew that had an iPhone. Just oh, yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Coach Fair. Yeah, he had an iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the sewing room, which became the men's locker room. <laughs> and then the locker room went back to just being the locker room downstairs. Yeah. yeah. Everything went through a lot of different phases. Yeah, that's so weird. Every like, single year yeah. they would like move things around on us. Yeah. yeah. The fact that the pool room just became the men's or the high school boys like locker area where their lockers were at, like yeah, okay, we so we had a pool, but the pool was completely covered by like plywood, plywood. Just plywood. Yeah, they they filled it in basically. It became storage, yeah, yeah. essentially, and then they put lockers in front of it. So yeah. we lost our pool. <laughs> and yep. Yeah, well, we gained a whole new cool area to hang. Yeah, like it, the the older guys area, the uh, bros. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that had a, the the pool bathrooms had a drop ceiling that if you moved a tile and climbed up through, you could get to the auxiliary gym and yeah. drop in like a ninja, yeah. or you could drop into the orchestra pit, yes. or or you could go all the way around that and like climb on top of all that and get into the upstairs where we had convocation. Yes. You could drop into that closet, yeah. which uh, that was maybe the funnest part about going to Northfield is just discovering. The different ways I could break into this building if I yes. needed to. The best way I could describe Norfield as a building is it would make a really great Time Splitters 2 stage. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Or a great Halo stage. Yeah. Maybe a great horror movie there. That too, yeah. Like, uh, what is... Uh, Strangers. <laughs> yeah, is that the Jordan or the Jordan Dyke video <laughs> that he made the horror video? I don't think he... I think Matt Crow made that. That's right. Yeah. It was Matt. Yeah, Matt, Matt made it. Man, that, Matt and the whole, like, Strangers thing is, like, a great just story of what it means to be a teenager you get together you have this amazing idea and you plan and plan and plan and then you show up to execute the idea 
you don't actually even do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but you had fun. Yeah. But you like, keep promising everybody, we're going to make this crazy video. And yeah. it's going to have like all these characters. It's going to be insane. And then you show up at the school at like midnight to like shoot a video. You get like a key to get in and everything. And then you just do nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this is hard. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, yeah. We did not like storyboard or talk about anything. There's no script. There's no script. <laughs> There's no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember being very excited for that and then watching the video of me and like, okay. I think they just made a bunch of previews yeah. and never an actual movie. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a little bit too much of a deep cut, maybe. Too much. What did you do for your senior project, Levi? I, uh, so I... should have dunked it. I should have dunked it, but I did a layup and I tore my ACL instead. <laughs> um, I did that video with Jairus uh, Miller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it was like, uh, it was supposed to be like this allegory story of like uh, trying to figure out who you are. That's basically what it was. And it was lame, but it was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool, but I was also in sixth grade. You're going to so, That's what Sebulba said about it <laughs> when, he, when he watched it. Uh, but I also did, so that was just my, like, the culmination of my senior project because we had to do some sort of, like, art with our thing. We had to do a presentation based off of our time with Tom Pinning because he was, like, I did mine through him. And so go, go, gotcha. we had a correspondence rhetoric class with him, which sounds, that's just a word salad, yeah, <laughs> what I is. just said. So um, we hung out with a dude from South Dakota. Yeah. Did <laughs> he make you guys watch, like, uh, Shawshank? Yeah. And- yeah. He was like, which honestly, dude, this, like him and I know dad the same way. Like they really inspired me. Like last night, like literally just last night, I watched The Princess Bride with some of our students. Mm-hmm. Just invited them to come over and watch it because I was like, this will be a fun movie. And I've had one student really begging for me to watch it since he was like a sophomore and now he's graduating and he wants to watch it. So I was like, we'll do it. Um, but I love watching movies like that and being like, okay, like that was a super fun, silly movie, but like what actually like resonated with your soul in that movie. Um, and so we talked about like the elements of like, what does it mean to be like rescued and like coming from like, uh, uh, we talked about like Andre the giant, like why does he resonate as a character? Because he's like this huge hulking figure, but he's so sweet and tender. And like, mm-hmm. what about that is so compelling. And so it was fun to talk about like themes of story. And then like with pinning as always, it's also, so like for him, it's like always pointing back to like, how does this story try to be the greatest story ever told? Like, how does it try to be the gospel or something along those lines? And so if you're interested in that, I'd love to tell you more about it. But you're listening to a podcast yeah. where, we do, where right. we're bird brains. Yeah. And so, wow. um, you're the first youth pastor I've ever heard that's tried to teach media literacy, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying. <laughs> um, so that's fun to do. And just to point kids towards like, hey, in, enjoy art and then try to... F- like, why is it compelling to you? And then ask yourself, like, what is this trying to, like, speak to me or whatever, which mm-hmm. is fun to do. But, yeah, so Pinning did that with, like, we watched Shawshank. We watched a bunch of random movies. I don't know, remember what else. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. We definitely watched that one. There's one where, like, a guy comes back from war or something, but it wasn't, like, the Majestic or whatever. But, like, he's yeah. the, he's forgotten everything about himself or something. Or he... Or is it uh, he comes back and pretends to be somebody he's not? That is the majestic. Oh, okay. But it's not the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> yeah, but there's. I mean, that, that probably happens in something else too. It might have been that Simpsons. Episode. I'm sure it does. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. <laughs> the one that everybody hates. The Green Mile. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, I remember he really wanted us to watch Mystery Men, but we didn't have it, so we couldn't ah, watch dang. it. Yeah. And I don't remember what the point was. I think he just liked the part where Dane Cook is like, I'm the waffler. <laughs> my, I just changed my PS4 login name to Blue Raja. I saw that, dude. <laughs> the Blue Raja. Yes. Yeah. The Blue Raja. That's a good name. Yeah. yeah. The fork guy. The fork guy. I know. No, just, is I it was spoons or forks? Is it spoons? I feel like uh, he throws spoons and they get onto him about like how, why don't you just throw forks? Oh, uh, you might be right. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong on was that. Was that like one of somebody that's trying to join their team or was already part of their team? Who, the Blue Raja? No, the fork guy. That is him, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, he does throw forks. He throws, yeah. he yeah. throws he just forks. He throws any utensil. Any silverware? Yeah. yeah. Who's the best mystery man? Probably, Who's the most powerful probably, mystery man? I mean, the shoveler is the most powerful, but I think Ben Stiller like That's has true. the potential to be the most powerful. Yeah. The shoveler is like the Captain America of the group. Actually, the most powerful is probably the girl with the bowling yeah, ball, with the, but bowling the cursed ball. bowling ball. That's she like true. throws that thing. Like she does a yeah. Happy Gilmore with the bowling ball. That's true. 
she has an actual skill yeah. at least. I guess the invisible boy, <laughs> but it's just so <laughs> he can use powers. But there's so many, yeah, like things that he has to get right yeah, for he, it to be it working. It has to be so circumstantial and yeah. has to reach a certain amount of things for it to work. Because he has to be like nobody can see him. He can't see himself. He has to be completely naked. Yeah, and then <laughs> we're we're really we're sleeping on spleen. Oh, yeah, Spleen. <laughs> I don't remember what Spleen did. He just farted. He knocked you okay. out, dude. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, what's his name? Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, Pee Wee was Spleen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, yeah, I do love Dane Cook in that movie. Yeah. Like, He's that's only probably, in it for two seconds. That's probably so. the funniest Dane Cook thing I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> the waffler. The waffler. That's his whole thing. Like, he's a great physical comedian. Yeah. Like, I can't remember, like, any of his jokes, <laughs> but I remember him just going, like, what? <laughs> like, spreading yeah. his legs out as much as possible, or, like, ripping his shirt off. Like, that's pretty much all he was doing. Yeah. yeah. Flipping a chair around, standing on the chair, yeah. sitting backwards on the chair, standing back up again. Pretending to be a xenomorph. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, great for the t- great for the time because when he was popping, it really was all about physical comedy. Yeah. I feel like. Or, I mean, it wasn't like Charlie Chaplin era, era but... <laughs> I watched... Back in the, they, they were contemporaries. <laughs> they, 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 yeah. I watched the uh, the Dane Cook show that he did on HBO a while back called Vicious Circle. And oh, it's yeah. like... It's really funny, but it's just like really kind of sad and just like a little time capsule into when he really was like the most famous comedian in the world. And like it's like him and Bobby Kelly and one of the guys that was on Last Comic Standing, I can't remember, and another guy. And they're all like best friends and they're all so hyped to get on this bus and go on a tour across the United States. And after like two days, they all hate each other and they all can't stand <laughs> it. And they all like end up quitting the tour. And Dane Cook just like spirals into this terrible depression. And stuff. <laughs> it was a really like the actual content of the documentary wasn't very good, but like the behind the scenes seemed to be what was more interesting. Like it just did not go how they yeah. intended at all. But what yeah. these huge personality comedians yeah. who are super I mean, opinionated yeah. don't like each other. You're growing men on a bus. I mean, that sucks. So yeah. being on a bus traveling, I mean, it was never fun when we were younger, but the older you get, the more it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a tour bus. Yeah. Like, can you have, I mean, I've never technically traveled on a tour bus, but I can imagine. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. I can only imagine I wouldn't. I like that. Wouldn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I like that. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! That's honestly what Dan Cook's probably doing in the morning to get everybody up. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Dude, you just made a... Uh, I was... You just made a radio drama. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> salad eggs. <laughs> salad eggs. <laughs> salad eggs all over my face. <laughs> we, will, we won't have this in the show, but we watched Laban's video. Have you watched his video yet? Yeah. He called the Sarlacc pit the Starlack pit. <laughs> no, we'll keep this in here. We'll we'll La- Laban gets to choose because we're going to make him edit this. So right. There's going to be a special two episodes next week, guys. <laughs> two episodes of the price of one. He'll have time to edit it on a vacation. Um, Starlack. He also uh, did not ask me for my consent on using my, my story. Yeah, he didn't. But I give it. He, he yeah. used your face and your story. I know. He used yeah. my likeness. <laughs> That's honestly kind of doxed you. I know, right? So, Laban, don't do that next time. And then he put my address, my yeah. email address, in my phone number. Yeah. And then the SWAT showed up at my house. And guess what I did? The economy. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. I freaked out. Triple kill. I, uh, there are a lot of <laughs> SWAT agents dead at my house. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, uh, I wanted to talk about what do you guys think? Because Levi, you were talking about we kind of dabbled in this when you're talking about Dad and Tom uh, pinning with Dad, obviously the village, and Tom with uh, what was the movie you guys were talking? Shawshank. Uh, Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption. What do you think? And then you're talking about how you use the Princess Bride. What do you think is the best movie for a sermon illustration? Oof. 
<laughs> Oof. Like, okay, doesn't he? Need... Just name some movies so we can. Uh, Paddington Two. Paddington Two. Explain. Explain. Okay, so if I'm if I'm gonna talk about Paddington Two, I would talk about almost like how you talk about Shawshank Redemption, but like Paddington is a is a, this bear character who's completely innocent of basically anything. Like he is just like sweet, mm-hmm. positive, brings beauty everywhere he goes. He gets wrongly for convicted for a crime um, that he did not commit. So he takes on the identity of somebody enslaved and imprisoned. He goes to the prison where he does nothing but slowly change the administration, slowly change the culture to be one that um, brings beauty, life, color, good food. Like everything that he does just makes it better. And he consistently is winning over the hearts of like the like most bitter criminals over and over and over again um, by bringing them this new way of life that he got from the outside and he's bringing it to them. Um, and so in, in uh, essence, he like, he rescues all of them mm-hmm. from like this, their despair. Um, and so I use that as like, I use that as a way to point to like the greatest story ever. Like that is what Christ has done. Like he took on the, the, the identity of being one of us, and he brought a new administration, a new way to be human, a new way to live. And so I just use that as like a way to, and, and with that, like when we watch this redemption story with Paddington, it's it's obviously like the movie, you might be sleeping on it because you're like, that's a kid's movie and it's a sequel. <laughs> so, but it's so, so good. And uh, all the actors in it are so charming and wonderful. But like, it's heartwarming because you're seeing you're seeing redemption happen to people that um, are just impacted by this cuteness. <laughs> yes, that's what this, their soul does. That. No! <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I like to use that one. I'm trying to think of like ones though that are more like Knock ironic. Out. Like when people are like, you know, it's a great sermon illustration. Three hundred because <laughs> we're going to war. Yeah, we're going to war. Come on. And there's few of us and a lot of them. <laughs> we're gonna kill the Persians. We're um, Spartans, bro. Spartans for God. Our prayers will block out the sun. <laughs> well, it's too bad that Paddington's coat is just blue. Otherwise, it would be a great Joseph illustration, <laughs> That's right? That's true, yeah. It's not multicolored. <laughs> that always confused me. For some reason, the word coat in the Bible, I was like, what? <laughs> they have coats? <laughs> yeah, and why is he? He's in the desert wearing yeah. a coat. I mean, it gets cold at night. I guess in some interpretations, it's multicolored robe yeah. or something. But whenever they're like, this dude's coat is a ton of different colors. I'm like, what kind of coat is he wearing? He's not even wearing a jacket. Yeah, is, like, is that a Patagonia? Is, <laughs> yeah. that, is that a North it's Race? Crazy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Joseph is wearing a North Face jacket. It's just rainbow. It's, and he's like, North Face I had Supreme the, Collab jacket. I had the craziest dreams. <laughs> you guys will not believe what yeah. I just saw. Honestly, Joseph, he probably had it coming. Okay, <laughs> let's let's be real. If if Laban walked into this room right now and was like, "Hey guys, check out my coat," hey, you know where I got it? Yeah, Dad. Dad, we would all be talking so much crap about him as soon as it's he left true. the room, and we'd be like, Let, "We have to kill this we man. Have to find a way yeah. to this man. <laughs> yeah, we have to sell him into slavery." <laughs> There's only one thing we can do. I think the when I, the when I saw this movie, I was like, "Yeah, this is a sermon illustration." Was Hacksaw Ridge? Mm. He's like, like the soldier that doesn't kill, yeah, right? He's uh, or he's a medic or something. He's a medic, and he's like a conscious conscientious objector. So he's like, "I won't fight no matter what." Mm. And he then, doesn't even carry a gun. Or no, anything. no guns. So, and then he just he say it, it based on a true story. He just saves tons of people so and uh, yeah I just kept waiting for him to shoot webs yeah exactly I was I was waiting for him to learn you know martial arts or something mm-hmm. either he's gonna become Spider-Man or maybe he's gonna start creating Facebook or yeah. isn't Vince Vaughn in it too yeah or Vin- no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yes. I think Mel Gibson he directed it but I think mm. his son's in it too yeah Mel Gibson's son yeah whoa Ooh, sermon illustration Rise, just, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. When Poe is like, somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> Very that, much like the Bible. That's the most uh, painful looking line I've ever seen Oscar Isaac <laughs> <laughs> deliver. And he's had to deliver some crap. He's so <laughs> Poor mad. Guy. That, yeah. Oh, man. Poor Palpatine has uh, returned. Yep. Somehow. Palpatine has returned. <laughs> How do you even know? I guess they have spies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember them getting actual intel anywhere. I think 
Poe just drops the info. Yeah. That was like the worst case scenario of like what we were talking about, like when Star Wars will just drop you into the action. They did yeah. that, but the worst, like <laughs> the biggest plot point they could have possibly done, like the huge Thanos of Star Wars is back, and we're not telling you crap about yeah. it. We're just going to do tell it. you how it happened. Nothing like, and he has a thousand like ships or something. A thousand ships, thousands of clones of himself or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Great uh, Bible illustration. God, yeah. Great Bible wait, wait a second. Yeah. Like wait when, a second. When Jesus comes back from the dead. <laughs> Those angels are somehow clones. Jesus has returned. Yeah. I mean, he probably wasn't explaining it. He probably wasn't. Jesus probably wasn't giving people canon as he was going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, we didn't know canon until the book came out thousands of years later. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Paul the Apostle that got. Is a fact. He, he is getting okay. the can- can- canonical. Uh, whatever you know, intel. Yeah. Uh, we can go deep onto the different councils if you guys want to on this podcast, but uh, we don't have to. <laughs> I think uh, the different Jedi councils, of course. Yeah, hear me out, guys. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. What do you think? <laughs> the Lord I, of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. What do you think? I always thought that the Passion of the Christ was a pretty good yeah. illustration. Yeah, that would make a great illustration. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is just like the book I read. I think that the Ten Commandments. Just like, oh, is there any morning? Just guys, I, I have something really cool planned, but just watch this. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Man, I've been in, like that's my, man. My problem is right now, like you guys are talking about using them as like sermon illustrations. Like I have a really hard time ever showing any sort of video clip from like a movie or TV show in a sermon. I feel like it's so just like yeah, I'm not gonna do it justice. But also, like, so even if it's like a cool thing, like if I'm showing something that I'm like, this is actually like genuinely cool. It's not just a scene from Facing the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just tell you what happens and you go enjoy. Like yeah. at some point, go watch this or something. But. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in too many sermons where a guy would just be like, "Now here's another clip from a movie I yeah. like." Yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is the, the the final fight from Iron Man. Yeah. Watch this, guys. <laughs> yeah, can you play that next clip? This is the theme song to GI Joe. Yo, Joe, I grew up with that. That was crazy. <laughs> I, I'm literally speaking almost word for word in a sermon I've heard. So now play this. <laughs> That is crazy. <laughs> That's now like here is Michael Jordan dunking from the free throw line. I saw that live. That. I think um, do the right thing. Is that the Spike Lee movie? They don't do the right thing. And yeah. it's a good learning experience. For real. Yeah, I uh, was going to ask you guys, because I was just this could be like our last closing segment if we wanted to be um, about. So me and Lucas have pretty generic names. Like I know a lot more Levi's in this world than I think. I Well, I, I, at this point in my life, like even just at my own church, there's one, two, three, four, four Levi's on any given Mm-hmm. day that we're all there and he's a super popular anime character yeah. so there's Captain gonna be a Levi. whole new generation and everybody wears the pants everybody yeah. wears the pants in mm-hmm. this relationship everybody yeah. wears the pants <laughs> you're <laughs> never yeah, I mean you can wear the pants but sometimes yeah. and you, Lucas is pretty is pretty common I mean I don't know how many yeah. other Lucases you know I feel like it's kind of fallen off yeah, yeah. I honestly don't but there is a Lucas Luke. and Stranger Things, so yeah. it might have but a little resurgence. But I mean, that was based in the 1980s. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of Lukes. Luke, yeah. is a, Luke has maintained popularity, I feel like, but Lucas is definitely like... But like you were definitely were more, way more uh, common than you guys is. Yeah, I've never sure. met another Lazarus, never met another Laban, yeah. never met another Loyal. I think Laban's name is honestly less com- common than mine. Or what is it? Like... His is his is more uncommon, I think, than yeah. my name. His is more rare. It's yeah, more rare I think find. So. Yeah, yeah. I think it doesn't have as much zeal as mine, but I think it's less. Like, I don't think I'll ever meet another Laban. I think I can meet another Lazarus or La- so. Lazaro. If you look in the right, like yeah. uh, the right communities, and yeah, I bet you could find somebody named Lazarus. Yeah. But I was gonna say, like, I think I think our names have have dictated a lot of who we are. Like, and and uh, I wanted to ask you guys. Like on the sliding scale of like names, which name has the most like polarity to where like it could be it could go either way. Like most Levi's I know, including myself, I feel like are pretty just like moderate dudes, just like just normal guy, just mm. like, 
like hopefully the Levi's you know out there, listeners, are pretty cool dudes. So not like not 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 the coolest, funniest, smartest guy, but you know, great background character <laughs> for yeah. anything you got going on. They're great. So, great Lucas, how would you define most of Lucas's? <sighs> Let me think here. <sighs> I don't honestly know any of the Lucases. Yeah, I, I guess weird. Luke's. We can go to Luke's. Most Luke people I know, pretty charismatic. Yeah, I would say yeah. like charismatic, probably a little bit outgoing, maybe like experimental. Funny fellas. Yeah. I don't know. Always but also, I mean, I've known a couple Lukes that are incredibly annoying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I feel like I've met more cool Lukes than annoying Lukes, hopefully. That's why they get the name Cool Hand Lukes. Yeah. I actually, I took an order for Luke Russ the other day at the restaurant. Oh, did you? Yeah. I see his name come up every once in a while, but I feel like it's never him. And then this time his name came up and I was like, I know this voice, but <laughs> which was nice. It was nice to hear. I didn't say it was me. But <laughs> you should have. I'm sure he would have loved that. Hey, this yeah. Lucas. Yeah. But I did. I hooked him up. Good. Nice. Without him knowing, I hooked him up. Oh, um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, no. ah! That was Link. <laughs> that was Luke when you hook, hooked him up. He was like, what? Yeah. What were you going to say? I interrupted. Oh, I it. forgot. Yeah. That. Well, I was going to say, you and Laban are like one of ones. So the only like, if you ask me, like, what is a Lazarus like, I would just explain you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, like, I was trying to think of names of people, just random names. And I was like, okay. Like, most Kevins have a little bit of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. They could either be like, they could go, they could be anywhere. They could be like the super clean cut, like mm -hmm. um, Kevin, or they can be just like the uh, home alone, just like, like, you know, crazy kid Kevin. But no matter what, there's some chaos in there. Mm -hmm. yeah, ca chaos with a, with a K. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Tyler's. They, they got an M.O. They got an M.O. <laughs> Tyler's got an M.O. Yeah. Tyler's, they, you can smell the moose in their hair still. That's what I think of a Tyler. <laughs> when I think of a Tyler, I think of, I, did I just walk by an Abercrombie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, every Tyler was like, I, I just immediately think of like Jock Boy. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Tyler. It's like, of course you're Tyler. Yeah. Tyler loves wearing teal. Like, of course you're Tyler. He loves wearing a teal stripe Abercrombie and Fitch. Or he has like a, an American <laughs> Eagle shirt on. Yeah. He's he loves them all. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes. If you were named Charles, would you go by Chuck? Or would you go by Charles? Because I feel like if you go by Charles I mean, or would you go by Chaz? I mean you could go by Charlie too. Maybe we should. <laughs> A fun game to play would be like we'd write a name down like Timothy and we have to all decide what pseudonym it would be. Yeah, Are you a you Timmy? Are you a Tim? Are you a Timothy? Probably Tim. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I'd be a Tim. I can't be a Timmy. No, I if you I could never do that. I think Laban would be a Timothy. Yeah, probably. It's because he used to wear glasses. Actually, another thing about it, I would probably be a Timmy. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, you can be a Lazzy sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you get you I get lazy like sometimes. I get that. I think it's mostly from Hannah. Yeah, our, oh, okay. si our sister Hannah. But I have a lot of nicknames, man. I can't what, keep up. What about Matthew? Matthew or Matt? Matt always. Yeah. I mean Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I probably just be Matt. What about Mark or Marcus? It. Uh, I mean <laughs> Marky. With, Mark I mean, Mark, Dude, you love the you love that Y at the no, end. No, I, I really don't. Well, well, if your name is Marcus, or is your name Mark with a K? Because you're going by Mark. Yeah. But if your name is Marcus, you can go by Mark with a C. Mm. I'd go by Mark or with Marcy. a C. No. <laughs> you're doing the same thing. You love that. You the I-E. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Benjamin. Would you Ooh. want to be Ben, Benjamin, or Benny? I would want to be a Benny. That's all. Benny is a cool name. Yeah, Benny's is. one of the few with a E sound at the end that you're like, okay. Yeah. Or you're like, you're not I a can show with you're that. cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about, would you be a Henry or a Hank? Which, that one doesn't make any sense. That one is tough. I would be a Henry. That one depends so much on the person, you know? Because, yeah. yeah, like, Hank Hill could never be Henry Hill. No, but like most Henrys that I know that go by Henry could never be a Hank. Yep. 
Oh man, that's that's a hard yeah. man. Hank is I mean, that's a hard one. That's a defined line. <laughs> like you know exactly what that guy's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I know Henry, and he is a Henry down to his core. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met a Hank. I know Henry too, but oh, I think Hank he Crane do maybe, and he was a Hank. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is interesting. We yeah. found a we found we're something just, here. <laughs> we're just going through the baby book right now. It's yeah. Would you be good. Jonathan, Johnny, John, Johnny Boyo, or, baby? Johnny Boy. Johnny Boy. Johnny Boyo. Yeah. James is another one. James, Jimmy, Jim, Jimbo. Which one would you want? I think like the Jimmy's. I can't. I don't have enough charisma or just like funniness to be just a straight up Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm I'm also like I'm not like a baller. I feel like Jimmy has to be like one of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I probably would just be a Jim, unfortunately, and everybody would wow. be like, "You're just like Jim from The Office." I'd be like, and then I would look at a camera. I'd yeah. be like, um, I am. Yeah, do Jim face. Yeah, do Jim. Jim face. <laughs> <laughs> you say Jim face. <laughs> You're just like Jim from The Office. Yep. Jim face. <laughs> I probably, I probably <laughs> love saying Jim face when I'm about to do Jim face. <laughs> I love doing Jim just face and saying Jim face at the same time. <laughs> Jimbo. Yeah. The only Jimmy that I know was James yep. for forever, and then became Jimmy like overnight. And now you can do either way. James went by Jimbo. Hey, he still does. I mean, honestly, you can do anything with James. That's yeah, kind I of. I never called him Jimbo, but yeah. he was James until like he was a certain age, and then he immediately yeah. came Jimmy. Which yeah. one goes the hardest? If your name is James, is that are you like the toughest of the Jims? Honestly, I feel like if you are willing to be called James, that sets you apart. Because I feel like a lot of so? people are like, I want to be Jimmy or I want to be Jim. Or maybe not. Maybe they want to be Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the E. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of options with James. Or maybe they want to be Jaime. Yeah, Jaime. Yeah. Or just Jame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't anybody named Jame? Jam. Yeah. This guy's name is Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. I don't know where that drop is. Oh, yeah, I didn't know where it's at. It's right here. Nice, dude. I like that. Well, we've talked about some really important things here. Yeah, uh, we just had an hour. All right. Well, we should probably wrap up because we're an hour into recording. I don't know how long this episode will be. But, uh, yeah, we will hopefully have two pods for you guys this week. And so. Yeah. um, And they're they're about to do the big performance in School uh, of Rock. So we probably. We got to go because we got to turn this up pretty soon. He's giving them a speech right now. Yeah, so uh, shout out to Thane Coleman and the Travel Guide um, for letting us use some music from them for our intro and outro music. Um, if there's anything else you guys want to plug, you guys can do that now. But uh, otherwise, I'm just going to say goodnight to this podcast. Yeah. And Laban, we miss you and love you. And uh, Have fun editing. Have fun editing this one, buddy. Bye. Bye.